Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here to kick off the weekend a bit early as Pam and Ricky join me. And we have some fun looking back on some amazing times at Walt Disney World where they had some great celebrations, niche celebrations that we really enjoyed. How about that frozen summer over at Disney's Hollywood Studios? I really enjoyed that one. So I talk about why that connected with me. Star Wars weekends, again, another fun celebration of days passed over at the studios. We also talk about Super Soap weekends that we had, ESPN, the weekends, and more. And then we have a discussion as to why things like this are not happening at Walt Disney World now and what kind of celebrations could happen to really bring us back here in the future. Give us your thoughts on social media as to what you loved in the past and what you would love to see here in the future. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check out all the details for booking your next Disney vacation for no additional cost to you over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season over at BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And you can support the show on Patreon. It's Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2399 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Welcome to the weekend. And my goodness, thank you for coming back after listening to that free preview of Mike in the Midwest. If you endured that 30 minutes of our Patreon show, thanks for doing that. Because if you are not a patron, and, and our patrons, they say they enjoy the show every week. But really what it is, it's a stream of consciousness where I just kind of open the mic on Tuesday mornings and talk about everything that's going on around my life and around the BR Guest Podcast studios and, and memories from my childhood and stuff like that. And uh, it, it's different. So if you got to hear that on yesterday's uh, the show, uh, I'm glad you came back. And it, it, especially this week, because I was dealing with a big birthday and it was, uh, it, it was a little startling. I mean, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. So we're here. We're continuing the show. We're getting ready to hit the big 2400 episode mark. Holy smokes, that'll be on Monday. But today, we're going to be looking back at Walt Disney World, some of the great celebrations they've had, and then look forward to what Disney could really do to blow our socks off or our, our little elf shoes, you know, here in the holiday season. So joining me today, we have Ricky from themouseforless.com. Ricky, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, so uh, just wanted to put the reminder out there that... The ornament exchange ends today. So if you want to get an ornament as be to participate in the fantastic ornament exchange, you can do that. Our, all the information is on our social media. Uh, our fantastic friend Michelle puts that together. There is an adult exchange as well as a kid exchange. So kiddos can, can exchange as well. Uh, but that is going on. And then we also have our holiday card exchange, which is going on as well. And that goes on until the 6th. And you can email Florence for that one. So I just want to put that out there at the beginning of this. Since that way, if you want to participate in the ornament exchange, you get that done now. Like now. You have to do it now because the, it ends today. today. I mean, it, look, let's be straight. 
first of all, thanks to Michelle and Florence again for taking on this this monumental undertaking exactly. that happens every year. Um, we appreciate you guys so very much. And I mean, I'm not allowed to do this in my line of work because my pseudo boss is like right under me in the Zoom box right uh, below me. Right, but right, here's right, the deal. Right, right. I've heard and I see this on social media this time of year all the time that people say that we're in the season of let's circle back in the new year. I can't do that. Like if you email me about a Disney vacation today, I can't be like, you know what? Let's circle back to that. Uh, when I get back from Disneyland, after I run like 138 miles, uh, we'll circle no. back on that. That, that. This is how life works. But apparently in some parts of the business world, you can just start giving up at the end of like once Thanksgiving hits, I guess you get to give up till January. I don't, I've never worked in that world. Cause in education, like I said, on Wednesday, it was just try to stay alive and keep like, just if you can keep your students like in your classroom, physically in the room from Thanksgiving till Christmas break. I mean, that was all you could ask for. I mean, you weren't teaching reading. You were maybe watching the best Christmas pageant ever. Um, I, I don't know. You know, it was one of those things It had hot lips in it from mash. I just remember I showed that to my class every year with the Herdman's. It was wild. It's great movie. Anyway, Pam Forrester's here. Again, this is like a mini mic in the Midwest. Here we go again on a tangent. Pam Forrester, coder of the Magic for Less Travel. Pam, what's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes, we don't ever give up and say we're just going to deal with it next year. <laughs> but people Except apparently maybe... do. I see that on Twitter all the time. Like we're in know, the season right? of the we'll circle back. I'm like, who does that? There's no circling back here. Um, no, except for like maybe if you contact us like late on new year's eve we'll circle back to it on the first <laughs> so that's that's what will happen no it's just people's vacations are too important for that i think <laughs> so anyways but yes i i um i don't know that i ever worked at a job too where i could circle back um i'm just gonna say i did see a few memes that were you know out there before thanksgiving that says this seems like an after thanksgiving kind of problem <laughs> so <laughs> i did i did understand that for sure but yeah i know that's the beauty when you get up and you like what you do every day you don't want to circle back you just want to keep going get it just you know it's one of those things right i mean i was i was formally educated in, in education right so i have a degree master's degree in education how to teach and now i'm working in the business world you know in the, you know basically you know helping people plan vacations so i tell people that uh, people are always asking me you know how did you how did you uh you know learn what you do i'm like you just you you just follow your passion and you just, you know, life teaches you how to do things. You know, you just, you pay attention. Yeah. The, Cause again, I, I think again, here's Mike in the Midwest coming out again, and we're going to jump right into today's topic. But here's the thing for all the kids out there that are listening, whether you're in elementary school, middle school today, high school, it doesn't matter. Life is the educator. Pay attention to people that are good at stuff. And it doesn't, their, their level of education does not matter. Like they could be somebody that's got a doctor in front of their name. And that means they're super smart. And that means that they've worked extremely hard. They've decided they're going to put in a lot more work than the rest of us. You know, it's why I don't have it. I have a master's degree plus 45 hours, but I was not going to finish that off. Cause it was, I decided I'm not, that's enough. I tapped out. I was like, done. I don't need to be my Dr. Mike. I'm good. So I tapped out cause I just didn't want to put in the effort. But the thing is, my grandpa only went to school to eighth grade, smartest guy I know in my life, right? Because he was practically his blue collar and I learned so much from him. There's so many people that we come in contact with in our lives and you can learn something from every 
body. So just, just pay attention. Just pay attention to people in your community, people in your family, people all around you. That's how you learn. That's how I learned, you know, what I do with the magic for less, because, you know, we're so lucky that we have such a great team. And here's the thing. We're a great team because everybody at the magic for less shares. It, it's a, it's a, everybody works together instead of working apart. That they get kind of the secret sauce, but that's, a, that's a little something here. I, I don't know where we're going with this, but anyway, I feel like, okay, I should be a motivational speaker today on a Friday, but here we go. I want to be, that'd be a cool gig. I'd get the like headset microphone and get up there and be like, okay, rah, rah, or something. Okay. You but, live in a van down by the river. Remember that Saturday Night yeah. Live? This Chris Farley, motivational speaker. Yeah, I'm doing that. This code is too small. This is why you got to watch the video. YouTube.com slash BRGS podcast. Okay, now I'm super hot all of a sudden in this hoodie. Okay, so today we're talking about celebrations from the past that were just a ton of fun. And this came up to me because over the past couple of weeks, if you've been watching the socials, which this is Ricky's full-time job. She, she plays on social. Um, you, you've been watching that stuff over, I think it's in Hong Kong or Shanghai. I think it's Hong Kong where they have the new frozen land, right? Is that where it is? Hong Kong? I know. Uh, it's overseas. Yes, okay. Yes. So they have all that cool stuff happening over there. Great for them. We don't have this, but it made me think of, do you remember that one hot minute at the studios that summer that frozen took over? I mean, it, took over the studios and it i just remember maybe it was because mallory was at the perfect age and i because here's the deal frozen came out on my birthday on november 27th I, I, you know you're i don't know how old frozen 10 years is. ago it came out it was, 10 years ago 10 year. years ago yeah okay it came out on my birthday i did not want to see it but i remember pam saying do you know what you got to go to the movies with your daughters it's a movie about two sisters i'm like it's a movie about some moose Cause you didn't know what it was about at the oh time, right? God. Cause the trailers, it was like a snowman yeah. and a moose. I'm like, I don't want to spend my birthday watching a movie about a moose and a snowman. Like it's football season. She's like, I think there's two sisters in it and you're going to go with them. Like they're going to go. And I saw, it's one of the last movies I saw in the theater besides star Wars. So anyway, I went with them and dude, they loved it. And I, I was tearing up. Right. Because I mean, dude, the par- of course, good Disney movie parents dead 15 minutes, you know, like Phew. I'm like, dude, don't get in that boat. Oh, they're done. And then the story, oh, okay. I'm like, dude, why why do parents always have to die in the movie but then i'm like you know i'm like telling them like okay page dude when i get if i get in a boat you know and i'm always in boats i go on disney cruises all the time i'm like so when my boat sinks with your mom like if we decide to go on a cruise by ourselves you got to stick with mallory and take care of her because this is going to happen we're on my disney travel agent i'm like one degree removed from like this whole story already i'm not a king but you know whatever anyway i'm like you guys got to rally together because you guys got to be you know, sisters that are joined at the hip, you got to love each other like this. So we kind of fell in love with frozen that story because there was a lot of Anna and Elsa, like character traits in Paige and Mallory. Like you could see it, the two sisters. Anyway, when they decided to bring frozen to the studios that summer, cause it was so hot. I just remember how excited we got. I mean, we lost our minds. And if you remember that celebration was a big deal because some of the things they did is I looked back at my pictures. One of the things was they gave out these Olafs. And if you were there, maybe you'll remember this. They gave out these Olafs that were like on a pat, like on a stick, kind of like on a paint stick. Yep. And then you had to take your picture somewhere in the theme park. I'm trying to remember how this worked. You took your picture, like a selfie with this Olaf on a stick 
And then I want to say like they projected your picture like later that night in front of the fireworks on the Chinese theater or yeah. something with, with your there Olaf. Do you remember that, Pam? Like it was yeah. a social media thing. But I mean, this was when social like this was when Twitter was very young, pretty young. And so like it would be. But I remember like I was on Twitter that night. I was on the Walt Disney World Twitter account because it was like all what it was. It was all of us. What you had to do was you had to take your Olaf around the studios that day. Take a picture of your family having fun with Olaf. It was a little, you know, paper Olaf on a paint stick. What we did was we went to 50s primetime and had dinner that day. And so we took Olaf and took a picture with him at the dinner table at 50s primetime, tagged it, and then the Walt Disney World Twitter account tweeted those out that night. And so we were on, it was a big deal. Like we were on the Walt Disney, I mean, nerds like us thought it was a big deal. Like most people, most real people, like, big deal but nerds like us got really super excited so anyway we were on that so that was one of the things they did another thing they did, this was wild right they brought in that ice rink remember you could you yeah, could ice skate next door to who wants to be a millionaire play it right there in that i was was millionaire still there or was that in the same building maybe it was the building that millionaire no, used that to be was in the, that was the building millionaire was in that, i think it wait, was or, or maybe it was next door you're right it might have been next door because yeah because was it um uh, Toy Story Mania was there, right? So yeah, that's where uh, Millionaire. It, no, it, there's another no, show. There's no, okay, all right, all right. Uh, well, anyway, it doesn't matter, but it was right down where Toy Story. Theater. Yeah, where hey, it, hey, it hey, was. Yeah. So it, for those that are new to the game, they brought in an ice rink. Okay, and so you could. It wasn't very big. I mean, it wasn't like an Olympic sized sheet of ice. It wasn't even like a like a reg, like a high school sheet of ice. It was a small sheet of ice, but it was a sheet of ice nonetheless. And you could rent skates. And you could go in there. And so what they did was, if you know how ice rinks work, you got to shave the ice every once in a while, like to keep it smooth. So they would shave the ice with the Zam small Zamboni every once in a while. So over in the corner at ice rinks, you have this pile of shavings, this big, you know, basically it kind of looks like snow. So what you had, I just remember this, like I remember skating with Paige and Mallory and, and Pam, and we got all these pictures of us skating in our shorts, you know, in July in Florida. It was so fun. But I remember the funniest thing was you got these kids that are from Florida, these like, you know, uh, Floridians that have probably never seen snow. They're over there playing in the shavings, man. They're getting frostbite because they've never seen snow and they don't realize like that's that stuff will burn your hands after like two minutes because they've never done it. Like their hands are so red. I'm like, these kids are going to have to go to the hospital because they're going to get frostbite because they have no idea how this works. But it was the wildest thing. But you could get like hot cocoa in there. You could get snow cones that kind of looked like, you know, different treats. But it was a whole deal. I mean, it was fun. And then on top of that, so I remember, too, you could buy frozen. You could buy um, plush Olaf's. And, oh, my God, they didn't have enough. I, I just remember this. It was, you know, supply and demand thing. We had to buy one for Mallory. And they were only on a couple of carts in true Disney fashion. You had to like battle it out to get one. I got one, but it was almost like a like a battle royale to get one. I remember the cart was up under the hat. Remember the old big hat? Yep. Got that. That was yeah. a big deal. But the the fireworks, the frozen fireworks that had and it snowed on Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. The fireworks show was one of the best fireworks shows I have ever seen at Walt Disney World. It was phenomenal. It was unbelievable. So this whole thing, I mean, it wasn't like a, I don't even know how long it lasted. It might not have lasted a couple of months. If that, I don't have the dates. It actually came, I think it came back the next year. 
Did it? Honestly, I think it was so popular that it came back the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had so, so much fun because we just like we kept going back to the studios to see those fireworks, to see it snow because it snowed during the fireworks. The fireworks were great. You know, you could ice skate. You had that little village in there. There was a couple other things you could do in there with the, the snow like activities, but it was just, it, you know, frozen fever was everywhere. But that little mini niche celebration was so well done. I mean, it, it it probably made us take an extra trip. It really did. And I think a lot of people have no idea this even happened, but it was, God, it was so fun. So if you did that, let us know on social media. Did you enjoy that? Because we enjoyed the heck out of that little celebration. So yeah. Pam, do you have a celebration like the kind of a little niche celebration that's happened? Yeah, I I remember this the frozen summer thing that like literally we had little stand up things with Olaf on them. Yes, for the travel agency we had um, the the towels, the cooling towels that was part of. Oh yeah, the, I have, the I have celebration. One yeah, yeah, I have actually. Oh, it's right here. Hold on, this is it. It's right here. I yeah. have it. Yeah, the cooling towels are here. <laughs> the coolest summer ever. That's what yes. it was right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just like, it was a whole big thing. So I remember that. Um, the one I'm remembering, and it was a big celebration, one of those 18-month ones. Um, but it was the happiest celebration on earth. And it was the celebration of Disneyland's 50th. Um, I know it seems like we just celebrated another 50th and then 100th and another 100th. But here we are. We're back to the 50th um, there. And remember, this is sort of when um, Disney World got a bunch of different attractions from different locations. Like we had lights, motor action yeah. came to the studios, right? Um, I believe Soren maybe yeah. had come at that point in time. And then there was the Cinderella Bration, yes. which was yes. the Castle Four Court show. And there was lots of dancing and singing and hopping and jumping and characters and Cinderella, of course, because it was Cinderella Bration um, there at the castle. And maybe even Everest. Um, yes, uh, I think too. Everest is part of it. Yes. So there were like. I guess the whole thing was that like all these different theme parks from around the world were giving. Yeah. Know, everybody presents. donated like one, the whole thing was like every, yeah. every like world park gave one experience to world or something. Something. Yeah. Like, yes. That was yeah. nice. And it had, um, remember that sort of collage of the castles on top of Cinderella's castle. Mm -hmm. It had that like sort of stained glass faux window that sort of looked like something. So anyways, it was, I mean, but it was fun. It was a fun celebration. There was just something about it. And I always liked the name, the happiest celebration on earth. Like I just was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. It is sort of the happiest celebration on earth. And I think it just sort of gave people um, a reason to, to celebrate and a reason they reminded everyone like why to, why they're coming to Disney, you know, all the things that are going to be here. And you know, it was so weird. Um, recently, I heard this stat that, like, there's this huge percentage of people that haven't been to Walt Disney World since Pandora had op wow. has opened. And this is, that's this year. 
So when you think about it, I think it is good for Disney to remind people, like, it's not just the new stuff that's coming out this year that makes it important to visit frequently. It's the stuff that has come out in the last, like, five years you may not have even seen. Um, And this really just had a lot of really cool things. I remember it was during the time where like pin trading was like at the heyday, right? This was at the height of pin trading. And I remember wanting to get each of those Cinderella castle stained glass um, pins that looked like the, the, um, the ones that would rotate through there at Cinderella's castle. There was one, there was like a Disneyland Paris and a Tokyo and a Disneyland and a world. So that was kind of cool. You, you actually bring up a great point because I listen to a lot of tech podcasts too, as well as Disney podcasts. And this is a point that's brought up a lot on tech podcasts. So people, so for example, like we're on the iPhone 15, which I didn't upgrade this year because it wasn't that big of a difference between the iPhone 15 and 14. And a lot of people like complain, right? Like, oh, there wasn't that big of a difference between the iPhone 15 and the iPhone 14. And one of the things they've said, and I never thought about it this way, is that Apple doesn't they're not trying to sell the 15 necessarily to people that have a 14. They're trying to sell the iPhone 15 to people who have an iPhone 10, right? right? Because people don't only the big, like big time Apple nerds are upgrading every yep. single phone. Like you are really a tech nerd. If you're doing every single new device, most normal people are on a cycle of like every four years or every five years. So you see a huge difference in like your phone between a 10 and a 15, right? Or an 11 and a 15. So you see way differences in your cameras and your speeds and, you know, your storage and all. And I, you know, I didn't think about it that way. Like, cause people are like, Oh, I'm disappointed. Well, you know, because most people don't go from like just one to the next generation. And, you know, now that you said that, I see that comparison where, you know, people like, well, there's not that much difference because, you know, I was just here nine months ago but if you haven't been there since 2020 and i know we all got high expectations because we're paying a lot of money but if you haven't been there since 2020 or 2019 wow there's a lot of different stuff yeah for sure and this was really just one of those celebrations i felt like disney did a good job getting all the parks involved in like (coughs) excuse me we saw it at world but it was taking place at a bunch of different locations and I love that it was just sort of a celebration of Disneyland. I thought that was a really cool thing, too. So I liked that one. Real quick before we get to Ricky's, uh, Kevin here on Facebook, who's joined us live uh, as we record, says, well, not an official celebration, much like Dapper Days. I wish Adventurer Days was celebrated at Walt Disney World like at Disneyland. Is that? I don't know about what? that. Ricky, do you know that? Adventure Days? Adventure Days? No. I Maybe it's no something idea. like with the SEA or the, you know, the, the. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. That would be fantastic. Would yeah. Be That'd be fun. That's cool. So, Ricky, what would what was your big celebration that you really enjoyed? I mean, I know this is going to sound so weird coming from me because I'm not a fan, uh, but I so enjoyed Star Wars weekend. They were awesome. I mean, that was such a really unique experience that Disney did back then. And it it ran the gambit. I mean, it literally, like, there were so many different things you never thought you'd see. I mean, you had, you know, the, the show with Darth Vader dancing the pop tunes. You had characters that you'd never see out. You'd have Disney characters dressed as Star Wars characters, which, you know, they don't do that anymore because, obviously, you know, Disney wants to keep... The Star Wars characters can now, but at the time it was a really novel thing that they actually had the character, the, the Disney characters dressed as Star Wars characters, which was really cool. Um, 
for a while they had a bar, a lounge, where they offered unique foods that were specific to Star Wars weekends. It was at uh, the uh, Bathlot Express. That was really cool. And then, of course, you had the opportunity to meet some of your favorite Star Wars characters, people that were actually in the films. And they brought them to the parks. You know, this was before, like, this was in the time where Comic-Cons weren't, like, a huge thing. They were starting to get that way. But, like, they literally brought, like, Comic-Con-type characters to the parks and had them sign autographs and meet people. And like, the lines for this were so long. I mean, people had to get wristbands to get to be able to meet these characters or these, these actors. And it was, I mean, and they had big names a lot of times, too. I mean, they had really big names coming to the park. So... Again, it was just a really unique thing that they did that they they definitely don't do anymore. I mean, you don't see Star Wars weekends. You you know you don't see a lot of celebrations with Star Wars anymore, which I'd love to see. I think that would be such a huge thing to do, even around like May the Fourth or something like that. May the Fourth and you know uh, Return of the Fifth. You know that would be such a huge thing to do at that time of the year. And you know even if they had some sort of small celebration, I mean they do a little bit like they'll have like a special cupcake or something nowadays, but. And maybe a shirt, but to do something really unique and, and awesome that revolves around that weekend that kind of ties back to Star Wars weekends, I think would be a really, a really unique thing. And they actually did a number of these kind of weekends at Disney's Hollywood Studios back then, which of course was Disney's MGM Studios. So they did, they used to do, like, I believe, if I remember right, I think I'm not making this up, they did an ESPN, uh, yep. like, thing ESPN there. ESPN the weekend, they did yeah. Super Soaps. That was the other one I was going to say. They did Super Soap Weekends, which they actually brought soap opera, uh, you know, soap opera. Of course, actors. those of course soap operas don't exist anymore. But I yeah. know. I mean, in a, in a big, <laughs> oh, uh, that's how long we've been doing the show. So they, the whole genre doesn't even exist. The whole genre doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, like, they would have soap opera actors come in from ABC soap operas and you know meet guests and things like that. And you're right. Those are definitely things that when you look back in time, you're like, they really did that? I can't believe that was something that they did. But they 100% had these weird weekends. I mean, they were fantastic weekends. But when you look back at it now, they were a little odd uh, that they were able to do those things. And it was so cool that they were able to do those things, too. That's actually, I was going to bring up ESPN the weekends real quick, but before that, it is kind of weird because when you think of the success and I used to go to star Wars weekends all the time, cause they happened right at the end of the school year. They happened like in late May, early June for like four or five weekends. And we'd always have our vacation during, we, we usually went down like where our vacation would start on one weekend and end on the other one. So we'd usually catch two and uh, they, they were wild, right? But Disney didn't own star Wars back then. And they didn't have any kind of presence, permanent presence of Star Wars in the studios. Right. Now they have except both. Except for the, the attraction. They yeah, except for the attraction. Now they have a whole land. They own the franchise and they do less. And I just, you know, yeah. it's, it's wild that it is. they don't have something like this because this was, I mean, for the, the big time Star Wars, you know, fan. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, it, the thing was, I mean, I... There's so many levels of fandom. Like I love the original trilogy and I love like the big nine movies, you know, like episodes one through nine. Like I love those movies, but I don't watch the cartoons. I don't know. You know, I never watched Boba Fett. I, I did watch the Obi-Wan series. I like that. Um, but you know, I, I don't keep, there's so much to keep up with nowadays. You know, I just, I don't keep up with all the stuff, but I, I, I do like star Wars a lot. But what I did enjoy was going to Star Wars weekends back in the day. I even have a poster here in the studio from the one in 2007. Pam got that for our first anniversary. And 
it was just fun to see so many fans getting to experience yes. their fandom. Cause I, I enjoyed seeing, like I've always told the story. Like I enjoyed when I was in the ABC commissary that one time dude dressed up like Obi-Wan Kenobi and <laughs> he was in front of me in line and he was picking up the food for his entire family. And they gave him like three trays. Like, and he was by himself and his family was all sitting down at the table, apparently like chilling, catching the air. Yep. And like he didn't know what to do. Cause he had three trays and the dude to the side of him was like, Use the force, Obi Wan. Use the force nice. yeah, to yeah, carry yeah. three trays, dude. I almost lost it. I was like, "This is what Star Wars weekends is all about, man." He just got joned, but you know, it was just it was it was a cool environment, and it seems like now's the time they should be doing that stuff rather than like they have resources now to do stuff yeah. like that, but they they don't. In the hyperspace hoopla, which was where if you never saw that in person, I oh, mean, yeah. it's like a it fever dream that that happened. It was totally a fever dream. I mean. When we were there, I was like, we, that's again, it was one of those things like you had to be at the studios to see the hyperspace hoopla. Like you could not miss it on that weekend. No. We would wait. I waited one time. Deal. Like I waited one time again, like, the dead heat. Like, I mean, it was like so hot. I remember because at first they had it back by where the Jedi training Academy happened back by, yes, back by Star Wars, but it got so big. They moved it, it to a stage out in, the, out in front of the hat, like in, in front of the Chinese right. theater. It got huge. And I remember waiting like two hours one time to have a spot where I could really, really see it. But it was worth it, man. I mean, because you would have like Padme coming out dancing with, with Darth Vader to, to MC Hammer to En Vogue or to Spice Girls. Yep. It was the, I mean, it was a fever dream come to life every night. It was the it weirdest was. thing. But God, it you was. couldn't take your eyes off it. It was so weird. <laughs> I mean, so, Pam, so, can you believe that happened? I mean, it's one of those things like I cannot believe that happened. No, <laughs> it was just, I think it's just one of those things. I mean, at the point in time where um, Disney actually owns Star Wars and there's a whole land there for them to, to do this, they're not going to have things like that because that doesn't fit with the story right. anymore. We're yes. walking into Star Wars when we go to Galaxy's Edge. This seems like something that would have been off-brand, right? Like but it was on so Hollywood fun. Oh, yeah. It was so it fun. It was totally fun. I get it. Yes, it was totally fun. But it it almost seems like something put on by someone else. I agree. No, I agree. Like it's Disney. like sideshow Bob <laughs> stuff. But man, it was wild. I mean, it was Six Flags all the way. But it, God, it was so fun. I mean, because Darth Vader would just stand there looking mean, and all of a sudden he'd be like, can't touch this. Do, 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 do. I'm like, right? oh, is Darth Vader really dancing to MC Hammer? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. rocks. Okay, because I don't want to go too long on this show. So today, one thing I want to talk about, ESPN The Weekends. And I know there's all that talk about Disney's trying to spin off ESPN and all that stuff. But I mean, it is the most profitable cable network because sports you have to watch live, right? I mean, it's just you don't tape sports and you don't watch it later you have to watch it live to enjoy it and sports fans are passionate hello um look at my attire so espn the weekends went away but i just think right now again with social media people like me would i mean if you got a like if you got my mizzou quarterback down there for like a q a or like a Bama quarterback like Jalen Milrow or Nick Saban or, you know, and, and you had this access at, you know, Q and a at ESPN uh, wide world of sports or the studios or wherever you got all these fans down there in like February, March or whatever, some downtime. <sighs> I just think this would be a no brainer again to bring 
this kind of passionate fans. Because think about how many people you see walking around Walt Disney World like LSU jerseys or Bama jerseys or Tennessee colors. You know, I mean, I'm just talking football fans. There's all kinds of sports fans everywhere. Yankees gear. I mean, there's Boston Red Sox gear, Dodgers everywhere. I just think, why are they not doing these things they used to do? I mean, I see Super Soap Weekend. That was fun. But I mean, it's time's come and gone. But I mean, there's also, I just think that they just, they don't brainstorm like they used to with that kind of stuff. And that's true. They don't come with, with super creative, unique, random, off-the-cuff ideas like that. I mean, <laughs> the Frozen fun thing, I know that that was thrown together like yeah. ridiculous. It fast probably was. It was probably like some fact, intern, but it was yeah, awesome. Because of the fact that Frozen it hit really hard. I mean, you guys, look, if you remember how hard Frozen hit, it hit hard. Like, you think Encanto hit hard. Frozen hit, like, ten times harder, it feels like. And they threw all that together. And seriously, I think it was the course of, like, six weeks. And that's not a joke. Like, they were like, uh, maybe we should do this. And, like, they just threw it all together. And it worked. And you don't see that as much anymore. Like, when Encanto became this huge hit... Like, it would have been so easy to do so many, like, fun things in the summer last year that revolved around Encanto, maybe at maybe at Disney's Hollywood Studios or, you know, somewhere else. But it took so long for them to even bring a, you know, meet and greet character to Disney that was themed around Encanto. And, heck, we still don't have a meet and greet character with Bruno. And like, that would have, people would have lost their minds about that, you know? So, like, it feels like, I, I, like, they brought out the, uh, the character from Wish recently this year. Uh, you know, that, that movie just came out. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I was really surprised. I was like, hey, they brought out a character like on time for once. It's been a while since they've done that. So, uh, and they did that with the Little Mermaid too. So I'm really happy to see that they might be getting back into the swing of bringing these characters from new movies back into the parks on a, a quicker basis. But it would have been so cool to see them do like an Encanto summer last year. You know what I'm saying? Like that would have been fantastic. The things that they would have come up with that creatively would have just been off the wall bonkers awesome and they just drop the ball completely on that and that would have been so much fun so i don't know they i just don't feel like they can do it as as well as, you know as they used to and i don't know why well, here, here's so the thing here's what i'm thinking though as you say that i think you're i think you're onto something but here's different times right because yes. i think the thing is Back then, there wasn't such a social media presence. Like everybody, and I think it's all of us, right? Everything gets scrutinized so hard immediately on social media that if it's not perfect, it's terrible. And so I think that makes a company like Disney scared to put something together at like a grassroots level. Because you're right, I think that Frozen thing really did feel kind of like we brought in some kind of temporary ice rink, you know, and it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. It was a temporary uh, little no small way. ice rink. Yeah, it, was it was like a, a you know, a half got thrown yeah. away to Zamboni. But yeah. it was an experience. Like kids that have never seen an ice a sheet of ice got to ice skate. It was cool. That's true. Like, and people but it wasn't, like, it wasn't, oh my gosh. People nowadays be like, oh, it's, it's, it's not themed. Yeah. It's not themed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't themed. But kids got to ice skate. They never got to ice skate. It was awesome. You're right, Pam. I mean, you think that maybe it's just the times now that it's like they're going to be more conservative with stuff like this because of the, you know, people nitpick so much. Uh, it is sad to to say that, like, you know, I mean, I talked about this at our fam earlier this year, but there's a lot of value in being curious and not judgmental. Um, and that's a famous quote, but yep. there really is. And I, I feel like social media makes it so much easier for us to be judgmental 
and not curious. I mean, even if it's not something that's particularly to your liking, why do you feel the need to share that with so many different people? There's, it's what makes the world go round, you know, that we all have different likes and whatnot. And so I often wonder, like, I'm not one of those people who thinks that social media is all bad, but I often wonder what people, if they would have been more encouraged to take risks, we would have had if it weren't for social media and the, the, what you're saying, Mike, and the, the need to constantly critique or to constantly point out a negative. Have we missed some opportunities? Have we missed some dreamers mm -hmm, along agree. the way that were discouraged by this? And I, you know, there's also very encouraging things on social media too. So I'm not ever going to be someone who's saying social media is all bad because mm. it's, it's fantastic the way that we can, when we choose to use it in such a positive way, but there just truly is a value in being kind and giving people the benefit of the doubt and assuming that they're coming from a good place. And I think that companies are, are not immune to this, like none of us are. So, I mean, it's something to, it's just something to think about, not in a way that, you know, I'm like pointing fingers at anyone, but just in a way that maybe this is a small way that we could each do better. No, I agree. And I think that, but it is a sign of the times, right? I mean, we've seen it with Jollywood nights. I mean, it got, it got heat, you know, but I mean, the thing was, he turned it around really quick, but in a pre-social media time, that immediate heat, I mean, and it probably justified, there were a lot of problems with that first party. I mean, they needed to be corrected, but they, they did correct them. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, it's just, it's everything is just... There's just it, it, things, you know, nowadays, I mean, with everything, right. Just so extreme. They're just like, it's so hot all the time. And it, yeah. it, because I think that just, it does, it does kind of keep you from trying to say, Let, let's take a chance. And I think the thing too, with yeah. all these other things was with these promotions we're getting lately, a lot of times it's an opportunity to buy merchandise or to get a cupcake or they're, they're putting out guides to snacking, which is fun. I mean, that's don't get me wrong, dude. I go to Walt Disney World to snack and eat and buy stuff all the time. I mean, they're hitting me right where I am. But in the past, a lot of times it was firework shows and ice skating yeah. and new rides. And, you know, it was experiences. And, you know, I would like to see them go back to that. You know, yeah. give us more experiences along with some of these snacks. You know, don't always just make it the cupcake. Make it make it something also that we get to experience. That's just my question. Yeah. Maybe the thing is that, I mean, I think the lesson here really is that maybe failing is not the worst thing. Maybe just True. not trying is worse than failing. And I think if we all sort of adapt that attitude, then we, we really do see those sparks of brilliance. Like they yeah. take place at this, at this the brilliance sort of takes place at this point in time where it hasn't been tried before we haven't seen it or we're not afraid and i like that i like to see that and i think that disney does that in different ways but it but it is harder now i mean just to feel as if you may be criticized you know brutally because of it um is is challenging so i know um you know i thankfully i think what we are told again and again about our podcast is they like our positive spin on things and there must be that must be because there's a need and a want for that right so i i will be unapologetically positive most of the time and it's not because of any other reason as other than that is the way that we all are
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, there's enough negativity in the world. Like, I, I yeah. see things. It's not just the podcast. I mean, come join me in life. I mean, I see things positively. I mean, you know, with the Cardinals last year in baseball, they were terrible. They were in last place. But, man, I never gave up that we could make a comeback until we were officially eliminated. People wrote them off in May. But I just, I am like, oh, you know, we could go on an 82 game winning streak. You never know. Could it? No, it's not going to happen. But I mean, it's just, that's how I live my life. I just try to always look for the good. You know, you get burned sometimes, but it's a lot better than doing it the other way around. You know, sure, I can't imagine. Sure. I don't want to be grumpus. Anyway, so we're going to jump out of here. That got deep all of a sudden at the end. What? That's right? a Friday. What are we doing? I've got to get out of here, man. It's time to watch some uh, championship football this weekend. Roll tide after that miracle on the plains. All right. Sorry, Auburn fans. I know Ian's an Auburn fan. Our good friend Ian in Pittsburgh. Man, that one had to hurt. So I apologize. That was rough for Auburn fans. You guys probably don't even know what I'm talking about. I do. Oh, it was beautiful. It's called the Grave Digger. The pass. Anyway, we are going to get out of here. Don't forget, we're standing by this weekend. Hope you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney Trip. All you got to do is swing by the magic for less.com. We'll take great care of you. It costs the same booking directly through Disney, and you're going to get awesome service for no additional cost to you. Check out all the great things going on over at the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season. It supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, come on over. Just $5 a month, and you support everything we do here on the podcast, and you get our bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. We'll have our live call-in show this Sunday night. Scott joins me, and we take your calls. It's 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, you pick. We'll be on all those places, and you can give us a call, and we'll talk Disney. Give us a follow on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Instagram, Twitter slash X, threads, all the places. Give us a yell this weekend. All right. We'll be back again on Monday with a fun trip report. But until then, we hope you have a great weekend. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you an awesome weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and roll tide. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.